Hey out there, welcome to F F1. Uh, I'm Ryan Silverstein. This is my buddy Ian Kimball. Woo! Uh, and we are two Americans who are irreverently talking Formula One uh, because we love it so much. And there's a lot of serious F1 stuff out there. And F1 is funny as shit. So we're going to talk it's, about it. It's so hilarious. I love this sport. And the best thing about it is like, I, I find that I'm learning more and more that like, there's so many, like there's a hundred, there's, there's hundreds of people on each team. But so like, that is similar to like baseball, right? Like there's a hundred people involved with a baseball team, not just obviously not just the players, but like the bat boys and mm-hmm. the, the people that do all the shit. But like, with F1, it's like, I don't really care if there's drama between a couple of engineers. I get to hear the drama between just two drivers and, like, uh, you know, the team principal. And it gets insane. And there's and they're all together every week. I love this so much. And I love being irreverent about it because no one else is. We ask <laughs> the tough questions, Ryan. We, we, ask, we ask the tough questions. <laughs> We do. And what's great about Formula One is that all of those hundreds of people on all of those teams are one, both they're all extremely attractive. Uh, oh, and, yeah. And two, almost all of them have engineering or advanced degrees. Oh, they're all very smart. Yeah. <laughs> they're all very smart. Uh, and I think that that's, that's what's great about the sport is it's a bunch of really smart, really hot people going really fast to make sure a car does things that a car should not be able to do. That's, I couldn't have, I don't think Wikipedia says it better than that. I should update Wikipedia. You should update Wikipedia <laughs> to clearly say just that exactly. I'll, I'll do that right after the show and then I'll wake up tomorrow morning and I'll go to log on to Wikipedia and it just won't load for me anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, you're, they're like, absolutely not, dude. You've been banned. Yeah, no. Not only can much. you not edit, you can't even read it anymore. Yeah, but where's the lie? Where's right. the lie? What like I don't see what part of that is wrong. It's it, like that meme. Somebody will be like, you know, um, like source needed. Uh, and then I'll just like <laughs> to drive to survive season one. <laughs> Formula one, like the the quote unquote real fans, just their right. heads all explode. They're like, no. <laughs> anyway. This is a very serious sport. Oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what's great about F1. Like F1, I would argue, has always been sexy. And, yes. you know, I think a lot of the danger has gone out of it, which is better for everybody involved. But I think they've maintained. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's still pretty fucking dangerous. I mean, a lot of the danger. <laughs> a lot yeah. of the danger. The majority, yeah, like there, there is very little risk. Uh, like the odds of three people dying in one season have lowered significantly, which is great. Right. Like, I feel like, you know, if somebody got in a season-ending crash, whether fatal or just, like, they can't walk for six months, in the 70s and even in the 80s, that would have been like, well, bad things happen, but we need to continue on. Whereas I feel like, like now that would, like, I don't know that they would cancel a race, but but it would be all anyone talked about for. I mean, Roman Grosjean, right? Case in point. Case in point. Um, 
They, and he walked away. Yeah, and he walked away, dude. That's that's the craziest part. Dude um, threw a barrier. Yeah, and then it. was on fire for like a long time. Man, like a long time. I would love to hear uh, a professional stuntman like the one the Hollywood stuntmen that light themselves on fire. I would love to hear one of them watch that and see hear what they think and then be like, holy shit, man, he's on fire for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, sadly, the F1 cars, they're not death proof. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Goodness uh, gracious. Uh, but we are here to share a love of F1 with you, the people, and recap France before we get into Austria. Ryan, how'd you feel about the race last week? So, you know, we talked in our preview episode that people do not like Paul Ricard, the track. I feel like most people like Paul Ricard, the person. Um, (laughs) A reverent baby. Um, (laughs) I, as long as the championship remains competitive, there's no such thing as a boring F1 race because at the bare minimum, like, no joke, when Max went into the runoff area on, what was that, turn one, turn two, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I screamed. Yeah. I was like, I was yelling at my TV yeah. at, you know. In the first in the corner of the race. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Max, you dumb fuck. What are you yeah. doing? It Even was rage though, and fury. Yeah. Uh, to the point where when Max's engineer told him to calm down, I felt better. <laughs> because i was like all right all right deep breath like let's but but that's what i'm saying but that level of excitement never really went away for me watching this race like i thought it was a great battle between the top two teams it was a great mm-hmm. battle to see where mclaren was going to end up there were a couple different pit strategies going on the checking every lap to see when aston martin was finally going to pit what became a source of like anxiety for me because I knew they were on the hard tires, but like, you know, people were on the hot, hard tires last time in Baku. And so like just seeing all those storylines play out, like I think this, this was a, a great race. And I think the TV coverage did a really good job of keep checking in on all of those things. Yeah, I agree. TV coverage for France was especially really good. Um, it was very well-rounded. I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep going. No, no, that's okay. It's like, you know, how in, you know, movies and like TV and, you know, books and you know, stories, there's like mm-hmm. an A plot and a B plot and a C plot. Uh, and I think, you know, having, I think this, the coverage of this race bounced between like the A plot, B plot, C plot, just really well and really naturally. And I think part of that was just the way that the race played out. But uh, I do think the TV coverage was especially good and especially clear and, you know, I do get what people say about how I don't know what corner I'm looking at. Yeah. With all the stripes, but yeah. it is what it is. Um, you know, and I think overall it's a pretty track and people should lighten up a little bit. But uh, <laughs> it's hard coming in between a track that has literal castles behind it and then Austria, where like there's that turn where like all of a sudden you're like driving toward a mountain and there's like a, Alpine Lake. Off yeah, the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, both or of those in, are or really in pretty trash. Italy when they're literally driving around people's homes. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's extraordinary. 
But that being said, I think France is a, uh, I think it's a cool track. I think it's unique. I think it's pretty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I agree with you, man. I think that uh, the race was just exciting beginning to end. Anybody who says that there's anybody who kind of walks, I guess, you know, what's funny. Cause you and I, Ryan, we're both movie people. Um, you are one of the people that runs the movie John podcast network. Um, I mostly watch them, but like to make them sometimes. Um, and I, I know that the conversation has happened with us both a lot where the thing that bothers me the most, that the people that I don't like the most are the ones that go to see a movie and when we're like, not even that, like when the preview for a movie drops, they're like, oh, this movie's going to be terrible. And they immediately hate it. And then they go to a movie hoping to hate it. And then yeah. after the movie, they talk about how much they hate it. And it's like, there's so many problems with that to me. And so, you know, I, I feel like maybe I'm being a little defensive because uh, I am and we are of the new breed of F1 fans. We're the, we're the new Americans that are kind of getting interested in the sport and coming in. I think you shared with me that, that incredible uh, stat that ESPN, their, their viewership for F1 races on Sundays has gone up like a shocking amount in the last year yeah it's i think it's up like 40 percent over last year that was up 20 percent over the year before exactly like it's extraordinary so like yeah we're the new american fans and shit but at least we're going into every race like yo this is going to be awesome and whoever these f1 fans are that are like oh this race is gonna suck like don't even bother watching this race is gonna suck or like oh it's gonna suck. it's like yo stop being so jaded you fucking european like <laughs> like we're trying to have fun and watch the cars go around in circles like well like i'm just pumped that like i grew up watching them only turn left and now they turn right too right <laughs> yeah yeah for real and the thing is like you know uh my like my parents like they still watch NASCAR. I don't know if they watch every race every season, but you know, um, they'll at least have it on on Sundays a lot of times when they're doing stuff around the house or chilling out or whatever. And like NASCAR is great if you want to take a nap. And I, I'm not even saying that as like a criticism, like that is a plus is that like you have this four or five hour block of time. You can doze off in the middle of it. You'll wake up. People have moved all around. And then they'll be like, oh, there's this accident. And then this happened and that happened. You're like, all right, cool. Got it. Yeah. Um, Whereas like in F1 race, it's only an hour and a half, but it's like an hour and a half of like my undivided attention. Yeah. And it's, it's the length of a perfect movie. Yeah. And you're right. It's undivided attention. And you know what, you know what really the, the, the point of my whole spiel is that like, I don't, I'm sure I'm sure you must have seen it. Um, it was F1 Instagram posted it. I think Red Bull Instagram posted it. Um, the crowd, like it was somebody's crowd footage. Yeah, yeah. on that last lap when when Max passed Lewis, and it's just quiet, and they're all standing, and they're all still, and he comes around that corner and ekes out in front of him, and it's just that like everyone just loses their shit 
Yeah. And you look around and there's people with Ferrari hats. There's people yep. with every, like every fan there was like, oh shit. Not because yep. necessarily they're Max fans or they're Lewis fans, but because everybody's just like, oh fuck. Like this is like, we are witnessing something happen here. Yeah. And, uh, and it was amazing. It was amazing. And, and that's the, that's the shit. So like, to your point about this being an exciting race, you know, from the moment Max went off in the first corner, I mean, the minute the lights go out, my, my whole brain is only on the screen. Yeah. And then as soon as that, like, we're just watching Max chase him and they have such great, like, again, kudos to Sky Sports and F1 for having the the neat little uh graphics come up where they're like yo like at this rate he's gonna catch him nine laps and there's 15 left so like it's a good chance he's gonna catch him and then like max caught up like two seconds one lap and then he only caught up a half second the next lap and they're like oh shit like you know right that's the thing i feel like there's a right way and a lot of wrong ways to watch these races and to me, like, I think what I've learned from F1 is so much of it is about anticipation and possibilities. And yes. it's, you know, we talk about F1 being perfection and like the pursuit of perfection. And it's waiting for someone to make a mistake, like Max making that mistake in that first turn. Mm-hmm. Or, and then the anticipation of like, all right, so like mathematically, like the rate that he's gaining, he can catch him. But like, what is Lewis's tire degradation? Like how much is Bottas going to get in Max's way? Like Max, Max's tires are X number of laps newer because he had that extra pit stop. And like, that means that he should have more grip and therefore more speed, you know, but Lewis is Lewis. And like, there's, you know, I feel like it's a disservice to say like, well, it's all math and that makes it boring or like, Oh, it's all just luck. And that makes it boring. Like it is this interesting blend of like the engineering the strategy the driver all of those factors come together because i feel like if you look at the qualifying grid and you look at the race results for this and you're like oh max had the pole he won the race boring Mm -hmm. that's but that's not the story of this race the story of this race is max makes a fuck up at the beginning and spends the whole race trying to make up for that mistake right Right. The whole race. The, the whole, whole race. race. Yeah. Because that's the thing, man. It's just, it's the pursuit of perfection. And if, if Mercedes and especially Lewis Hamilton is running a perfect race, like he so often does, and you slip on the first lap, then you have to play catch up for the next 50 laps. That's yeah. And then like goes. the whole, the whole pit strategy with Red Bull where, you know, so um, Red Bull pitted before Mercedes uh, to give them the undercut because that gives them basically it sets them up so even they're sacrificing track position to get faster tires earlier so they can try to build up a lead so that when Mercedes pits they come out behind them and far right. enough behind them where they can't catch them even on fresher tires right and um, uh, the to, to quote the famous thing it's one thing to catch somebody it's another to pass them mm-hmm. exactly and then uh you know, and then they pitted Max again, which Mercedes had done the same thing to them in Barcelona. So it was yeah. this whole thing about like... Which, dude, and talk about exciting, man, when it was like 20 laps left 
or, or, or let maybe yeah, I was about 20 laps left or 15 laps left. And you hear them all on the radio and they're like, I can't last on these tires. Like if yeah. you want me to keep in front, you want me to keep pushing. It's not going to be on these tires. We got to do mm-hmm. something. And like, that's just, you know, that, that is such excitement because you think about these people that are making these calls and like the driver has to tell the crew what he's feeling and the crew has to believe yeah. and make the right call. Like, okay, dude, like if you're sure that you can come in and lose 20 seconds and then catch them, then okay, then that's what we got to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Fascinating. I mean, and the fact that he caught Lewis on the second to last lap, like if the race had been two laps shorter, that strategy wouldn't have worked the same way. Right. You know, that's, and that's so, how that's the pursuit of perfection. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it, and it's, it's still amazing to me that like Mercedes was like, yeah, like we could pit, but like then we're definitely not going to win basically. Right. You know, right. and it's like, what are the odds of like us being able to like, what are the odds of Lewis on really old tires being able to hold off max for like three laps once he catches them right to the end of the race? Well, and it's we... like you said, it was the, it was the same thing that happened when, uh, what was in Spain, right? When, yeah. uh, yeah, where they just had the fresher tires and max couldn't stay in front. Yeah. They just flipped rolls. So, um, yeah, man, I loved it. I had so much fun watching that race. Um, I, I mean, asked... even though Max, like Max went from mediums to hards to mediums yeah. before Stroll or Vettel pitted yeah. for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Aston Martin was going for it. And then meanwhile, like, and that says something like, and that's, see, this is where I'm still learning so much is like, how can their cars be so different that the tires simply don't work? Because you had Vettel and Stroll who started on the hards and just went forever on them. Max threw on a pair of hards and was like, there's no way I can defend and fight for the lead on, with these things. And then you had Ferrari who were doing great, had great car and you know, qualified fifth and seventh. We're doing awesome pit put on new tires and just literally went backwards yeah there was just there was just zero they could do to keep keep up with everybody else to the point where they didn't they couldn't even they finished the race and just simply couldn't finish in the points like that how how do the cars change so significantly that they can have that effect on the same tires that they're all using, but they all have to still be within certain regulations. So the cars are similar enough that they're still competitive with one another. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting. Cause again, like, you know, we talk about Checo and how like Checo is like brilliant at like preserving his tires for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand how he does that. No idea. Like, I mean, I just, I don't know. It's, it's not something I really understand, but what I think is interesting about the Aston Martin strategy, especially is like, you could have, like, they went for more than half the race on hard way tires. More. Way yeah, more. Way more. Yeah. Um, and so you could have, like you, there is a possibility of having a, pit, 
of going a whole race without a pit stop, which I think is against regulation. Like, I think you have to have... You have to have one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. so you have to use two different sets of tires. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think I think it's potential out there for having a, you know, this is a track where you could maybe do a hard soft strategy. I don't know. It seemed, looking at Lewis's tires and looking at the Red Bull tires and then thinking about Aston Martin is especially weird because, you know, if you ask Verstappen, you ask Lewis, you ask Bottas, you ask Lando, you ask the Ferraris, like this, this, the track conditions on Sunday in particular were just mm-hmm. chewing up tires. Yeah. And so I don't know if like, really Aston Martin was just like off the pace enough where like they got high enough up, they just like were able to get the track position because everybody else was just handing them 20 seconds when they pitted and they just sort of like coasted you know as much as you can coast in an F1 car yeah 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 long enough and then they were like all right now that we have because they were what like fourth and fifth or something like that when they pitted I think so yeah um yeah. So like, and then both and it, finished in the points, finished ninth right, and tenth, which right. is because great. you know that, and maybe in five more laps, ten more laps, you know, Carlos and George, maybe they would have passed them, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter at that point because you just have to get to the end, right? You know, so pretty um, crazy. Yeah, it was super crazy. Which uh, uh, my first question that I asked you was, "Will this be a boring race?" Which was a trick question. Uh, because there are no F1 boring F1 races. And in fact, this was far from a boring race, in my opinion. There was so much happening across every single team, even seeing like even with the Williams, even seeing George finish in 12th. Like that's humongous for him. Yeah, that was a uh, great finish by George. Great finish by George. And so uh yeah, that was my first question to you. And we both said that it would not be a boring race and gosh darn it we were right uh one quick note by the way which Mm -hmm. this stat is i like i i almost do not believe it okay because it is that crazy i feel like it's the stat that you're gonna say that i'm thinking but go ahead all right uh so this is one of those races all 20 drivers finished the race running i was right go on yeah all right If you ask me how many times that has happened since 1950, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, this is like, what, the hundredth time? Like, because they, you know, it's like a couple thousand, it's like a thousand Grand Prix since then or whatever. Yeah. This is the 10th time. That's yeah. fucking insane. 10 times. 10. Like, there were only and if you nine look, before this one. Yeah. And the majority were like in the last few years. Yeah, this is the, the sixth time since the 2014 season. Yeah, which means before 2014, four races ever had ever. All, all of the cars finish. And like we say all 20, but it's like all because there used to be 24. There was, I mean, there right. was multiple cars. So all of the cars finishing the race ever, 10. 10. 10. Mind fucking blown. That's crazy, dude. That's insane. That's such a small amount. Yeah, I saw, it's funny, I saw that stat, and I was like, I guarantee Ryan's going to fucking bring this up. <laughs> because I, saw, I was like, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. I had to, I legitimately had to read it, like, word by word, because I yeah. was like, that can't say what I think. Like, I must saying. be missing something. Like, oh, like, this right. doesn't include people who, like, who, like, had a, a, 
a failure, like their engine failure. No, like right, or like oh, this is like that everyone finished and there was no safety car, like some kind yeah. of like no. crazy whatever. No. Straight up, fucking ten. Fucking crazy, isn't it? Isn't it? Man, I love this oh, sport. Um, all right. So my first question to you is. Uh, was will the podium be the same as the starting order you said no which was correct because Sergio Perez qualified fourth and finished in third he sure did he sure did what a great he had a great weekend he did man Checo had a great weekend Red Bull had a great weekend um I mean that's yeah that's all that there is to say about it I think Checo has been has just been doing a hell of a job and I feel like he's obviously getting the credit that he deserves, but I think he deserves even more credit. Like he's crushing it in that car right now. And, um, and is probably going to win fucking Red Bull, a constructors championship. Fuck. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's huge. That's huge. Um, I asked you if Bottas would be in the top 10. You said yes, but that he would not be on the podium, and you were correct, sir. Yeah, I had a similar question. I was I asked you if Bottas would podium, and you said no. Uh, you did say fifth or sixth. He finished in fourth, so close, close. I'll take close. Um, I asked you if Danny Rick would have a comeback. And I had both the same yes. question, too. Yeah. yeah, we both said yes, and he had his best finish of the season in sixth place. Yeah, he did. He did yeah, great. Man. I love it. Uh, I'm so glad especially because he qualified 10th. So, like, he, you know, he gained four spots during the race. Um, you know, he finished, you know, uh, nine seconds, nine and a half seconds behind Lando. But, you know, it's respectable. I'll get, yeah. All, all credit. Like, all credit, dude. I mean, I feel like he's going to keep getting, just like he did last season with Renault. I feel like he's just going to steadily getting better and better and better. And it's interesting because I feel like the old Danny Rick was like, you know, boom, out of the gate, like hitting hard, do it, win in Monaco, like, you know, uh, back earlier in his career. And I feel like now he's a much more like not reserved, but like a patient driver. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's fair to say. And I know that he had a ton of trouble with McLaren, but what's interesting is even when you look at Checo, and how, like, you know, it was the the race prior to France when Checo won and uh, the whole thing was going around where he was like, just give me five races to figure out the car. And on the sixth one, he won. Yeah. Like that, that kind of goes to say something for these athletes and this sport in general is that it's not like it's not like if you're on a basketball team and you go to a new basketball team, you have to learn how to shoot all over again. You know, you might have to learn some new plays. You might have to learn, you know, how you work with the other teammates. I'm not taking anything away from athletes and other team sports, but in this, you go to a new team and you have to learn how to drive a new car at a level that's greater than anyone else in the world can do it. Right. It's, I mean, if, if it were basketball, it would be like you move to another team and there's a different manufacturer that makes your sneakers and you're like the way you run is slightly different. Yeah. And the, and the court is like a little bigger and the hoop is six inches like, higher. Right. Like the, the free, fl- the free throw line is like six inches back. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not crazy, but it's different enough. 
where like no. something you've done a thousand times is now yeah. off. Yeah. And so seeing seeing Danny kind of uh, catch up a little bit, I'm really excited about that. And uh, I'm happy to see him um, getting comfortable in that car. Uh, I just wish it seems like Lando isn't really being a team player. Uh, the way that Max and Checo mm-hmm. are are seemingly on a team, Leclerc and Signs are on a team. Doesn't seem like Lando and Danny are really clicking. Um, it feels like the only real team drama, like driver teammate drama, that we really know about this season. I yeah, I'd agree. It feels it feels like uncomfortable, uh, but I mean. We'll see what happens. I, I, I'm a big – I like Lando. Uh, I love Danny. Uh, I would love to see him continue to succeed in that car and really, you know, really show a lot of success. Uh, and so, you know, we'll see what happens. What was your next question for me? Uh, my next question was – uh, we talked uh, was about Ferrari and McLaren, which we kind of got into that, you know, Ferrari sort of faded away during the race and McLaren had a, a stellar finish, honestly. Yeah. Um, and my last question I had for you was, you're a driver to watch for the weekend. Um, uh, and you said Danny Ricardo, which I think is cool. a perfectly, perfectly appropriate answer. Nice. Um, and then I had said, uh, Seth, who again, like we talked about, Aston Martin, like he he had a race, he looks man. like a totally different driver than he did last season. He really does. He really does, and it's exciting to watch. I asked you, um, Aston Martin, Alpine, or Alpha Tauri, uh, and my wild card was that one of them would be on the podium. So my wild card was not correct. Uh, you said Alpha Tauri. Uh, I agreed. Um, Gasly finished in seventh. Sonoda in thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Great for Sonoda, who had to come from 20th. Yeah, on the pit lane. Yeah, he came. Yeah, he started in the pit he, lane. He fucked up his gearbox in right. qualifying. Right. Yeah, Q1 crashed out. Um, did you see Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, did you see the back of his car? Like, it, it yeah. was like a jello mold. Like, it was just like shaking violently yeah. back and forth to the point where, like, they were asking, like, like Christian Horner, they were like, that's not expected. Like what was happening there? Yeah. He was like, I have no idea. Honestly. I don't know. He's like, he's like they're bad. using last year, our, our gearbox from last year. Like, Oh my God. But that's all I know. Yeah. No, he, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so good for Yuki going from 20th, uh, starting in the pit lane to finishing in 13th and, uh, ghastly, Started in sixth, finished in seventh. Uh, I don't think that there's any shame in that, considering the two Red Bulls, the two McLarens, or the yeah, the two Red Bulls, the two Mercedes, and the two McLarens finished in front of him. Uh, but Aston Martin did finish ninth and tenth, uh, so mm-hmm. great for them. And Alonso eighth, Ocon, who doesn't seem to quite be getting used to that car as, as much as he did earlier in the season, fourteenth. Uh, so I don't really know who the winner was there, but considering both cars finished in the points, I would say that it was, um, I would say that it was, uh, Aston Martin. Well, 
I, I mean, I would still say it's Alphatari because more points. Uh, yeah, Gasly got more points than Martin did combined. And again, Yuki gaining seven places. You know what? You're right. I agree. I take it back. Alphatari wins. <laughs> um, Although, I mean, Lance did start in 19th because he also wiped out in qualifying. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, that's not also, also a very good, they, they both had good weekends. I think it's yeah. interesting looking at the lineup. Uh, is that the highest placed Ferrari engine was Carlos in 11th? There were no Ferrari powered cars that got points. Yeah, man. France. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's distressing to say the least. That's a flashback from last year. Yeah, it felt bad. It felt so bad when, like, after they pit, it's like they were competitive and then they pit and then just went backwards. And it was like, what is happening? You know, and I felt bad for Alfa Romeo also because, you know, I think both Kimi and Antonio had had good races uh, the last couple times out. Yeah. Um, and they, they just couldn't well. get they it together. Really good. It, it just seemed like they didn't have the pace. Like they just yeah. looked slow out there. Yeah. Not even uh, close. And then, you know, uh, I honestly, and this is not, this is not a slight against the talent of anybody. Uh, involved in the Haas organization, except for one. But I do feel like the Haas team should actually just be demoted to like Formula 1.5. Yeah. Yeah. Haas looks really bad. Like, I'm actually surprised they haven't quite invoked that like 107% rule. Uh, yeah. I wonder if it's just money that's keeping them out of it. Yeah. Well, no, they're not quite there because. For it would have been one minute 37 seconds based on Max's qualifying time of 129. So, wow, they 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 qualified at 133, so they they were well under that, but yeah, but man, oh man, I think like they're a half they were a half second slower than Nick Latifi, Jesus, like a full half second. It's a lot, that's a lot. Yeah. Um. So uh, to quick bang it out uh, for qualifying, I said uh, Max would get the pole. You said Lando. Yeah, I won that battle. Fastest mm-hmm. lap. I said Checo. You said Max. You won that battle. Mm-hmm. Um, driver of the day. You said Pierre. Uh, I said Carlos Sainz. Uh, we were both wrong. Max Verstappen got driver of the day. And yep. Max Verstappen pulled off the triple crown of qualified pole position and fastest lap and winner of the race. And driver of the day. Cherry, so cherry on top, driver of the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so great for him. And fastest pit stop of the day, Red Bull, as usual, at 2.04. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, podium, you said Max Lewis Gasly. You were closer than me. I said Lewis Max Gasly. Uh, mm-hmm. Checo got that third spot for you. So kudos. That was a hell of a race weekend. And I am so excited to talk about Austria. But before we get there, uh, my wild, I just need to note that my wild card was correct because I said Carlos would finish ahead of Charles. 
Oh wow, yeah, you were which right. I, I did not think that there would be one, two, three, four, four drivers between them, and that they would be an eleventh and fifteenth. Yeah. One of those sixteenth. One of those drivers being a Williams, the other being a, 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 a Alfa Romeo. But yeah, yeah, the other one being a a rookie. Um, Rough day. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to be like, oh well, yeah, Carlos finishes in sixth or seventh, and. Charles finishes in eighth or ninth, like yeah, not right. Think it was going to be that depressing. Yeah, man, it was a uh, it was a rough one. Uh, do you want to talk about Bottas first, or do you want to go through the power rankings first? Ooh, good question. Let's talk Bottas real quick since we're yeah. on the on the France. So uh, I love the videos that they put on YouTube and on Twitter where they put the driver radio and they have like the like neon version of like their teams like color as like what they're saying so that you can like hear it clearly it's great uh always funny always always great. funny uh like i sent you know the police navidad track. or whatever right. yeah great job battle <laughs> um so you know Bates was rightfully pissed because he apparently had talked to his his side of the garage being like, Hey, I think we should two stop it based on what I'm seeing these tires perform. Yeah. And they were like, no, no, about three. Just keep going. Like, just do, you know, get out of the way for Lewis. That's your job. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he was rightfully very upset on the radio. He was more passionate and more disappointed than I've ever seen uh, Bottas be. And then, yeah. So they asked total Wolf about it. He was like, you know, I loved it. He speaks his mind. He's not hesitating. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course it's what you're going to say, Total Wolf. <laughs> Meanwhile, I feel like he's, you know, like smacking his hands, like just shut up, Valtteri. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. A little part of me thinks that maybe Toto is like, finally, you know, like after all these years of being second fiddle. And just, you know, playing the part of the second driver and on the days where he does bad, just kind of shrugging his shoulders. And on the days where, you know, he qualifies first and then finishes second, which we've seen happen, it feels like a hundred times. I mean, maybe Toto is a little genuine in that. Maybe... A little bit. Toto's like, yeah, fucking finally he's mad. Well, finally I, I, he's upset. Right. I think I think the like at least you're feeling something, goddamn it. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the his 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 answer to the follow-up question, I actually thought was really just very honest and very true. Which, you know, they asked him, like, oh, do you think like Vettel is acting differently because of all these rumors around him being replaced with George Russell? You meant bodies. No, Wolf saying like his. No, you said you said Vettel. Oh no, I meant Val. Yeah, Vettel, yeah, yeah, Valtteri. Yeah, yeah. no, Bottas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Seb is not going to get replaced by uh, George Russell. By George Russell. Not going to happen. Yeah, not going to happen. Um, but no, Toto said that like I think Valtteri knows the only answer to these rumors is to perform on the track. Yep. And that's all it is. You know, that's the same. It's literally thing it, like, man. If Albon had performed the way that Checo's performing right now, he would still be driving that car. Debatable. I will say Red Bull is a little bit more 
strict than like Red Bull feels to me like we want to win championships. We want Max to win championships and we want somebody who's going to be in second place to Max. And like, I feel like Mercedes because I mean, shit, man, how many, how many, how many seasons has Valtteri been with Mercedes now? Three, four, uh, 2007. So, so uh, this is his like fifth season. Fifth season. Yeah, man. Fifth season with, with yeah. Mercedes. And it's like they have done nothing but give him everything. You know what I mean? And like he's not winning championships, but he's constantly getting them constructors championships. He's getting poles. He's getting some wins in that Mercedes car which is something that Red Bull hasn't done, you know? I, I think that... But that's what I'm saying. I feel like Russell's performance in that race when Lewis had COVID last year... Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy <laughs> shit. That was crazy shit. Like, I think that was, like that wasn't the tipping point, but that was the, like, oh, there's a real actual yeah. thing here that we need yeah. to figure out. And I feel like everything that's happened since then has only made Bottas look worse like when he got into that accident with George yeah and it was like a Mercedes shouldn't even see a Williams except you know uh as a backmarker right so you know I I just really think that there I I honestly believe that if you know uh Albon had a win and a, a podium or two podiums or whatever it is uh you know he would yeah. still be driving that car. Like, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I, I, and I mean, like, not to be that guy, but it's like, well, if mm-hmm. Red Bull had a Mercedes car, then maybe he would have. Oh, if Red Bull had a Mercedes car, Pierre Gasly would still be driving it. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but so I that's what I'm saying. Point. I feel yeah. like Valtteri has an easier job and is doing worse. Ah, uh, okay. 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 I'm not, yeah. I, it's I, look I have no personal ill will towards Valerie Bottas like I agree it's sort of like I root for him just because I can only imagine what it feels like to be the guy that has lost five times in a row to the same guy in the same car yeah. You know, like that yeah. sucks, dude. It's I do my I do my best to try to not feel sad for Valtteri Bottas. That's it. I think that's where I am. I think I'm only getting defensive because I'm like the poor fucking guy. Like yeah. he's gonna have to look his grandkids in the face one day and they'll be like, Wow, like you were an F one driver, and he'll be like, Yeah, I was the second best one for like four years straight. Right. It's how I always say that, like, if I were in the Olympics, I either want a gold medal or a bronze medal. Yes. Yeah, and I would almost rather too. have no medal than have a fucking silver, because yeah. that just means that you could have had gold and you weren't good enough. Whereas yeah. if you get bronze, you're like, fuck, I'm just happy to be here. Like, yeah. Bronze is like, yo, I'm on the fucking podium, bro. I did yeah, it. I exactly. Did it. Yeah, yeah. Gold is you want. Silver is like if you just try to look like I feel like if I won a silver medal or like I'd be like. This is because of that one morning that I stayed in bed for an extra half hour. 
Yeah. Like, I had that extra fucking spoonful of Cheerios this morning. I fucking knew it. Yeah, like I knew it. I would go home and I'd I'd punch a wall. I'd be like, if I, I look, I have no statistics backing this up, but I imagine the suicide rate amongst silver medalists is very high. I guarantee it's double. <laughs> uh, so like, that's how I feel about Valtteri Bottas. This like, is the best F one podcast. <laughs> Uh, I was I was going to make a comparison that like then got too dark where I was like I can't actually say that on the show because I bet you that. could. I'll tell Te- you after. Text it to me later. I can't I wait. And you'll be you'll be like I'll, you would encourage me to say it because you're, I'll tweet you're, it. Yeah, I'll just tweet <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean that's how I feel, and I think as we talked about last time, I feel like age is a factor for Mercedes uh, in the sense of like you know. The uh, thinking about like the the New York Rangers when they won their last Stanley Cup, their team was an old team. Like it was like an all star yeah. team that they had like put together, yeah. you know. And they they couldn't they couldn't do it a second time because right. of you, you know, get one shot, it. man. Right, yeah. and I feel like that's where Mercedes is now. And I would argue that leaving Mercedes is the right move for Bottas as well because I, I feel like he's I would in a agree there, position. Dude. Yeah, I would agree there. I think that he'll win a fucking I think Bottas will win a race in another car mm-hmm. next year. Um but yeah, dude, you're you're 100% right. And like I mean, and not for nothing, I wouldn't be surprised if after this season if if Lewis keeps getting beat up by Max and there's just nothing they can do. I wouldn't be surprised to see Lewis maybe like try to win one more, come back, see what he can do. But if he starts to kind of fade off the way that Vettel did, then at a certain point, you know, it's just like, okay, we need younger guys in here. And there comes George Russell fucking in his 20s, ready to light the world on fire and win a championship. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm telling you, 2023, it could be, it could be Sebastian Vettel and George Russell at Mercedes. Oh, no way, dude. Could happen. It could. It could, but I don't think so, man. They're all Germans. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might pick up because uh, Leclerc is until 2023, right? I think so. Yeah. I think Mercedes is going to go after Leclerc. They're, they'll they'll pick up Leclerc, he'll win Monaco, and then he'll immediately quit and go back to Ferrari. Just, yeah. He just goes right back to Ferrari. He's like, finally. I did it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, you want to talk power rankings? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk power rankings, which Go I ahead, have man. not looked at, by the way. You haven't? I haven't. I've, oh, wow. I had dude. work meetings from like 9.30 this morning until like 5, and then I was doing other stuff. And... Disgusting. Let's. Uh, yeah. We'll have to burn through them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we here, oh, wait. Are you looking at them? I, I only have max... Good. In, Get rid of them. The Get All rid right. of them. All right. Uh, tell me what the top five are. Not <sighs> reading. Right. Right. Obviously, Max is one. Obviously, yeah. Max is one. Let's see. Max is one. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Lando is two. Go one. Okay. Because uh, he had that whole weird tire situation and then just, like, bounced back. Like, he had a very good second half of that race. Let's see. All right. And then 
Is Gasly in the top five? I'm, I want one through five. You right, give right, me right, one right, through right. five. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm stalling. All right, so Max... Lando, I'm not looking at this. All right. Okay. Okay. I believe you. Max, Lando, Gasly, Lewis, Checo. Really close. Okay. Really All close. Right. You got four out of the five. Sweet. Um, almost in order. Max is first. Lou, uh, Lando is second. Sweet. Uh, Lewis is third. Okay. That's Gasly. Fair. Gasly is fourth. I'm going to give you one more chance for fifth because it's who you want it to be. Really think about who had their best performance of the year. Is it Danny? No. Shit. Oh, it's George. It's George. It's George. They love it's George. George, the George is fifth. Danny is sixth. I, I feel like they're a little, a little maybe too George biased with the power ranking sometimes. They're but... so George biased, dude, because it's a bunch of fucking English dudes that make right, it. Right, exactly. English, yeah. I mean, I, like, I mean, Lando is way up there. Lewis is way yeah, up there. George yeah. is way up there. Uh, I always did... have to remember to factor that in. Yeah, the, the British factor. Yeah. They get like two points just for being British. Exactly. Um, it's a big spread, though, man. Fucking uh, Max had 9.2. Lando, 8.8. Wow. Lewis, Lewis 8.7. Gasly, 8.5. George, 8.3. So, like, it was like Max was here, and then everyone else kind of collected behind him. Uh, where did, did, did uh, Alonzo make it? Uh, he did. So, Danny was sixth. Okay. Which I think he deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, Checo was seventh. I think which I feel he, like it's low. I think that's a little low. I think he yeah. could have been higher. Um, Fernando is eighth. Okay. Yeah, that's about where I would have him, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Fernando had a great spot. Do you want to guess nine and ten? I'm going to guess Vettel. Yo, you're doing so good. Vettel's Sweet. nine. Oh shit. Uh and then I'm gonna guess this is a hard one. It is. I feel like you're not gonna get it. There's a couple different ways that I wanna go mm-hmm. because it could be I'm gonna talk this out. So it could be Bottas. Like I could see the argument there, although I feel like it's not. I could see it being Yuki. I could see it being Lance. I'm, I'm gonna say it's Lance. There's Bottas. Damn it! The first time you're right. The first time, <laughs> Bottas just because he could have been fighting for uh, fighting for the win. He he started third, finished fourth, had a great race, man. But nothing he could do. Yeah, that wasn't his fault. Do. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um. But, I understand uh, how these how these British dudes think. To be fair, though, you were very you were very good. Uh, Lance Stroll was uh, was eleventh. He was on the cusp this week. Oh, nice, nice. Um, where uh, he had a great race. Um, they don't mention anyone else, unfortunately. Uh, but I feel like Yuki should have been on there. But you know, I mean, compared to these other performances, it's hard to. Hard to kind of yeah. I mean, I, Yuki, I, Yuki would be a solid 
12, I feel like, you know, like an honorable yeah. mention. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, you did a good job, you know. Yeah. Hell of a race. If he finished in 10th, if he got a point, then he would have been in the top 10 power ranking. Oh, if he had gotten a point, he would have been in the top five. Because, yeah. like, starting I, I on, the, on the pit lane in the Alpha Tire, like, come on. That's, yeah. that, that would be insane. Yeah, I, uh, I absolutely agree. Um, I am so pumped to talk about the upcoming race in Austria because we get a twofer in Austria. We do. And again, just looking at the standings, it's so competitive right now. It's so shockingly competitive. Um, uh, it's, it's ever like, this is what I want a formula. This is what you want a uh, formula one season to be. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, and practice got, one is at five 30 in the morning on Friday. I can't wait. I'm so tempted to get up. Uh, oh, dude, I do it. That's I, yeah. Dude, I wake up and I watch it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Cause I'm a psycho. I usually wake up like, uh, at like 6 30 so like literally the first thing i will see is like here's the results from fb1 uh cool 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 <laughs> do you uh, uh do you want to try to pronounce the austria race or do you want me to uh i can try to pronounce the do it yeah do it, do it, do it. Race. hold on i gotta i gotta go get it i gotta find it maybe. Do, 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 do. pre-season season summary Man, there's so many good races coming up. Yeah, where is the... Oh, I got to get to the... To the race page. Yeah. That's why I like the app. I I think their website is good. The F1 app site... I'm sorry, the F1 website is good. Mm -hmm. The F1 app is significantly better. Okay, I got it. I found it. I can't wait. Formula One, BWT, Grossa Preis der Steiermark 2021. Hell yeah, dude. Good job. Steiermark. Yeah, that's what it is. I wish you said it angrier. Like the Grossa Preis der Steiermark. (laughs) Grossa. It's, uh, I don't know how to say BWT in German. I don't remember how to pronounce the letters anymore. Individual like letters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have no clue. Did you take like a German class? I took like two years of German in high school because. Uh, I had a year of Spanish and I had two different teachers. The first teacher being a, uh, she was not a native speaker and like took us very nice and slow. And then we had a native speaker come in in the second half of the year. And I didn't learn anything because I couldn't understand anything that she was saying, which is not her fault, but she just like, like we just all of a sudden like took off and I was like, ah, I'm not ready for this. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) So I took um, Italian and my teacher was also my head lacrosse coach. Nice. And so we just fucked off so hard all the time. And he would be so mad at us and make us run laps and stuff. He'd be like, this is for fucking around in class. And we were like, <laughs> whatever. We were like, whatever. You look classy. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it was amazing. We had, we had good times. We used to wear, I remember this one time he left. He was a young guy too. Like in retrospect, he was maybe like 25 or 26, you know, like he was a young dude and we're all, you know, shitty and teenagers. And uh, <laughs> we had lacrosse practice. And so I don't know if you know anything about lacrosse, but the, the defense sticks are really long. They're like six feet long. Okay. And uh, he was like, all right, like read this chapter. I got to go. 
real quick. I'll be back in five minutes. Like, please don't horse around. And a few of the lacrosse players were in class and we were like, here we go. And he left and we checked the hallway and the hallways are empty because it's like class, it's class period. And uh, we put on our lacrosse gear and we got two rolly chairs and we jousted in the hallway. <laughs> nice. And no shit, like I couldn't script it better than the timing actually was. We slam into each other and like, you know, fall on the ground and everybody's kind of poking their heads out and watching us. And just as we do that, he turns the corner and he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and we're like, oh, I don't have to say that. <laughs> he's like, get in the classroom. Oh, man, he was so mad at us. It was a good time. It was a good time. Anyway, that was Italian. You spoke German. That went well. This circuit uh, has two massive DRS zones. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is a super fast circuit, uh, 4.318 kilometers. It's a very short circuit, Uh, 71 laps. It It is a short circuit with a ton of laps um 306.452 kilometers do you know who holds the lap record i do not uh but i'm gonna guess that it is you're never gonna get it i'm never gonna guess is it someone who's currently driving an f1 yes okay is it batas no okay is it alonzo no is it Vettel? no all right, I, I give up. I'm not it doing is more than Carlos Sainz. What? In 2020, racing with a McLaren, got a lap record of 105.619. Good for you, Carlos. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's great. Isn't that cool? That's Isn't so it funny cool. how he's been driving for Ferrari for six races? And I was like, when you said Carlos Sainz, I was like, Ferrari was shit last year. How the hell yeah, did right? not wrong. <laughs> Liar. No, I just think you're wrong. <laughs> uh first grand prix was in 1970 i'm so excited to uh be in austria for the next two weeks i think it's a great track i think it's a great track uh the red bull ring is a sick one and uh here's a here's a quick german lesson for you Ooh. uh so the the original track is called the osterreich ring uh osterreich being the german name for austria which just means eastern kingdom like reich meaning like kingdom Ost yeah. meaning east so it's because it's east of germany Oof. look that word used to mean things hey man <laughs> hey dude <laughs> coming from a dumb american you hear things like reich and we're like look I, the only reason i'm here is because that all happened wow yeah Wow. Really? Yeah, because uh, yeah, my whole dad's family was Jewish. I hightailed it out of there. Oh, wow. Good yeah. job, dad's family. For real. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah my, great, my great-grandfather actually uh, was awarded an Iron Cross during the First World War. By Holy the shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, he, uh, his whole platoon got like blown up in a trench, and he like dug everybody out and like saved five, five dudes or whatever. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Good shit. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah, war is terrifying. We'll have a whole conversation about that in another time. For now, I got questions about this week. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. I'm, 
I'm going to go first and I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you, my friend, uh, does Ferrari have a comeback this week? So the only thing that says maybe, um, but I don't, no, I don't think so. I don't think they're going to figure it out before the break. Before the break? Yeah. They're going to have two bad weeks in Austria in a row? I think so. Wow. Because wow. it's, it's you know, it's, it's a fast circuit. Like, I just don't see them. If they had trouble in, in France, I just don't necessarily see them doing better. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, I do. I see them. I see them improving. I don't see them beating McLaren this weekend. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I but don't... I do see both drivers back in the points. Okay, all right. That's sort of where I'm at. That um, was my question number three, by the way. So, what does Ferrari get back in the points? Uh, well, Ferrari keep fading. So uh, I'm gonna say, oof. Uh, yeesh. Yeah. So I'm gonna say both drivers back in the points is your answer. So yeah, they, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Hit me with a question. Yeah, will we continue our no safety car streak? No. No. I, 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 think, I think this answer has something to do with the weather. Yeah, man. It looks like uh, we have a lot of rain coming all weekend. Um, I mean, whether or not that holds out, it seems to be whenever rain is in the forecast, Formula One fans get super excited and then disappointed very quickly. Uh, but man, rain is the great equalizer and, and who knows if it, cause I mean, like I looked at and they said during race time, they're actually calling for like thunderstorms. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Which would be crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. If it, if it thunderstorms and there's some like lightning while they're driving, I'll, that would, I would shit my pants. That'd be so metal. That would be like watching a Slayer music video. It would be awesome. Yeah, it would be about as good as it gets. Um, Danny Orlando. Lando. Interesting. Interesting. It's not what I want. To be to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um. Will Max pull further ahead in the points? Um, well, I think about last year and mm-hmm. how shocking of a lap Lewis Hamilton had to qualify. Um, and then a uh, which to your Lando point, by the way, he uh, I think last year this was his first podium was in Austria. Uh, Lando's first ever podium was in Austria last year. Uh, so he came in fifth in the Styrian Grand Prix, but let me look at the Austrian Grand Prix because again, there were two back to back races in Austria last year, also. Right, right. Um, come on, getting there, getting there, getting there. Yes, yeah, he came in third. 
Yeah. Last year's podium in the Austria Grand Prix was Bottas, Leclerc, Norris, and then wow. Lewis. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and that's one of the ones Lewis is like, or Leclerc was like, I don't know how this happened. Well, you're right. I mean, that, and the only reason that, that was the one where um, this, that was what, the second time that Lewis hit Albon? Yeah. And got yeah. that five-second penalty. Right. Um, which he deserved. Fucking. Um, <laughs> um, so, okay, that yeah. Was the, that Austrian Grand Prix at their home track, but technically both uh, uh, Red Bulls did not finish. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because uh, Charles crashed into Max in like the first lap, right? No, Max had some kind of electronical, electronic, electronical, Jesus. Uh, had some kind of electrical issue. Um, Leclerc was on the podium. Oh no, I, what was the other one? I feel like something um, bad happened with Charles and, and Max. Uh, well, at the this Grand Prix last year was where Charles and Seb ran into each other on like the opening lap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know, anyway, I, I know that's like a repressed memory for you. So yeah, I, I try I to. Felt, I try I, to. Block I felt bad bringing that. I try to block <laughs> these things out. You're like that's where the thing happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The two red cars, remember? Yeah. Um, uh, so again. To, to come back all the way around to my question, will Max pull ahead in the championship? Oh, God, that's where we were. Um, I re- You know what? I think he does, dude. I think he finishes ahead of Lewis again. Yeah. I really do. I really do. Um, my third question to you is also my wild card. Um. Does George get a point? Holy shit. That is my next question for you. What? Is it really? Yes. Oh, cool, man. That's my wild card. My wild card is yes. That was going to be my wild card. No shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, oh. I'll, think of, I'll think of a different one. Oh, no. That's the I'll best. No, 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 no. Card. Keep it. It's perfect. Right. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> because it's so, it's so, not, oh, man. That's exciting. Oh, cool. We both agree. Yes. Sweet. Oh, that's funny. I put an exclamation point under that note. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I like how before this, we were like, oh, man, I got good questions for you. And they're the yeah. same. Maybe. Yeah. <sighs> and I was right, like, guy, oh, this is a question dude. I don't think Ian's going to think of. And then, boom. Bang, dude. Uh, you're the best, dude. Uh, do you have any more questions? I have one more. Uh, I have one more for you. Okay, what's yours? Well, you, you can go first because it's it's my standard last question now. Of who's, like, who's your driver? Who's your driver to watch? Oh my! Oh, I do like that last question of yours. Yeah. I appreciate that you asked that. Yeah. My driver to watch um, is, um, you know what? You know who my driver to watch this week is? It's Charles Leclerc. Right. I think uh, I think after last week he's gonna be upset. I think after last year, Ferrari knows that they have at least something to offer here. Uh, he performs pretty well in the rain. Um, I think we see uh, Charles on the podium in Austria this week. How about you? Uh, my driver to watch 
is Yuki Sonoda. Oh, cool, man. Cool. I'm into that. I'm just curious to see how he does because I feel like he's getting better. I feel like this is a track that he's raced up before, which is obviously always helpful yeah. uh, for a rookie. So, yeah. yeah. But, but Yuki's my, especially after he did so well this week, I want to see him continue to do well. I hope he gets a good qualifying run in. Like, I hope Great. he at least makes it to Q2. You know? Cool, man. Cool, man. I'm into that. Uh, my last question to you. Uh, so far this season, there have been seven races in four of those races there has been two teams on the podium in three of those races there's been three teams on the podium this week will there be two or three teams on the podium all right give me give me the breakdown again so six races seven races seven races now yeah okay four have had two teams on the podium gotcha three of those races were two mercedes and a red bull one of those races last week was two Red Bulls and a Mercedes. Three races have had three different teams on the podium. Uh, I feel like it'll be two, two teams on the podium. Ooh, two teams, two teams. Yeah. I say three. Okay. All right. That's fair. So who gets the polarized guy? <sighs> Unfortunately, I'm going to have to say pole this week goes to sir lewis hamilton agreed yeah he was so fucking quick last year i feel like he got the pole by like a second last yeah. year yeah it was it was almost a full second yeah they full said second. like i actually saw a thing earlier uh i i wish i i'm sure it was on like f1 or something um but it was like that his qualifying lap last year in austria might have been the greatest lap he's ever driven which is saying a lot but to like because it was raining and for him to get pulled by over a second in the rain mm-hmm. at austria it's just like at a track that the the qualifying time is like a minute three yeah so so last year again there was those two races uh Bata's got the pole with one minute two seconds like just under a minute three yeah uh and lewis was a minute 19 wow so wow wow um but yeah it it was raining well into q3 yeah yeah uh yeah he was 1.2 seconds faster than max verstappen insane you know and in in the other you know the other race he was second on like he you know he was starting on the front row um, you know, well, he would have started on the front row rather, except that he got that five second penalty for ignoring his yellow flags. But, uh, you know, he finished, let's see, what is that? Two hundredths of a second, uh, behind Bottas. Jesus Christ. So I just feel like Lewis is really fast on this track. I feel like he gets the pole. Yeah, he's super fast. Uh, speaking of super fast, who gets the fastest lap? Checo. I, I'm gonna change my answer. I'm gonna change my answer. Um, so, all right. So you say that. I'll say Max gets it. All right. I just have a weird feeling about Checo in the wet. Yeah. What do you mean? I just feel like he's probably pretty good. Like I just feel like he's gonna have a good. I feel like if it's raining, um, 
Checo gets his second win of the season. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Oh, shit. Could happen. If it's raining that hard, it's the great equalizer, man. Who knows? And it's going to be wet as shit, dude. It's going to be raining all weekend. It's going to be great. Um, (laughs) So many. Oh, they're going to be on so many wet tires. This could be great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, this is why the the, uh, George gets a point thing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I think it all, like, I could just see. I'm like looking out on a wet track and I'm a just lot's happening. seeing all the possibilities because the rain is the great equalizer for these cars. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, I feel like there's going to be some triumph and some heartbreak this week. We're going to see, we're going to see what goes down. This is the second of our three race, three week race. So yeah, man. Uh, what's your podium look like, buddy? Are we doing, how do we do it? One, two, three, um, three, two, one. Uh, well, we, we do driver of the day first. Oh, okay. I kind of took driver of the day also as like your question, like driver to watch because oh, like, right, that's fair. my driver of the day is definitely Charlotte Claire. Okay. My, my, like the person I think is going to win driver of the day is going to be Lando. Interesting. I don't think he finishes the race. Still could win driver of the day. Depends on how he goes out. I see your point. <laughs> I see your point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we can do, we can do three, two, one, whatever. Like we usually do whatever we think will be the more interesting. Let me think, I, cause I haven't really thought of my podium. Um, and just remember you said you think there'd be three different teams. Oh, I know that the there's, oh, I know there's three teams on the podium. Okay. And I know Leclerc is one of them. Um, okay. You know what? Oh, okay. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna All go right. for it. I'm gonna give All you. Right. I'm gonna give you one, two, three right now. All right. I'll, you ready I'll, for it? Yeah, and I'm ready with my one, two, three right, right after. Are you? I am. Bu- buckle I'm locked up. Locked in. Buckle up for this one, two, three. All right. I'm just writing it down. One, two, three, Checo, Ricardo, Leclerc. Wow. 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 Yeah, dude. That podium would make me throw a shoe through my window. That podium would make me run outside if it, in the rain. Like, <laughs> yeah, just panic, full panic. Just like, I can't even handle this right now. Like, I, I need to cool down. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, I think Checo, Ricardo, Leclerc. So my podium is far more boring than yours. <laughs> but I still think it's going to blow your mind a little bit. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Because if you remember, I said there will be two teams on the podium. You did. I think it's going to be Max, Checo, Lewis. I think we're going to get our first Red Bull 1-2 finish. Whoa. That's crazy, dude. I know that you've been aching for the Red Bull one too. I need it to happen. <laughs> and like I want you to know that like while I do hope it happens and while I want it to happen, mm-hmm. while I'm excited about it happening, if it happens and I am not at your house, I will be a little sad. I like, completely understand. I want to be in your presence when there is a Red Bull one too. Like, I'm not joking 
when I say that I got a little emotional at the end of last race. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, because there's been so many times when like, and part of this, I feel like it's just growing up a Philly fan. Like I always expect the sports people that I'm emotionally invested in to fuck up and lose. Yeah. To be second Um, place, to be second place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so seeing Max make that mistake, I was like, of course, this is what happens when I get invested. And then to see him come back, fly all the way back from that and take that win, Mm -hmm. it felt felt so good. Yeah. It felt so good. Yeah, it was Um, awesome. It was incredible. Just the the sense of relief. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I will say, the only thing that I'm potentially more excited for than a Red Bull 1-2 is a Danny Ricardo podium. So if that, like, that's, those are like, pretty close equals in my mind yo what if it's red bull one two danny ricardo three i I can't even put that down because (laughs) like it's just mentally i can't handle it it's too much dude what if it's danny ricardo win red bull two three (laughs) i would also lose my fucking mind yeah no one would know what to do if danny ricardo won the race no one simply no one on the planet there would be people who have never seen an f1 race have no idea who danny ricardo is who would suddenly stop in the street confused because they don't know where they were going or where they just came from (laughs) it would completely shut down the entire planet i imagine like a kangaroo in the middle of an outback in the outback just is like what's happened (laughs) Where the fuck am I? Like all of the kangaroos become <laughs> self-aware. Like they all they all learn that they exist at the same moment. And they're like, God, why do I punch people? Like, why do people want to box me? They can speak. That's such a weird cartoon trope, by the way. Dude, it's real. It's it's a cartoon trope because it's real in real life, man. People fight kangaroos. It's insane. That makes no fucking sense. I don't know, I mean, dude. This is a scary animal. Have you ever seen they are a scary animal. stand up? I've... I've seen them where they look like jacks too. Yo, like they will abs. fuck you up. Yeah, no, I am. I am not. I don't ever want to see a kangaroo in my face. Ever. I think some of my favorite animals are like plant eating animals that will fuck you up. Yeah, that's what's up. Like a panda. Yeah, a panda, a hippo. Yeah, a hippo will fucking annihilate a, a They're human. the deadliest animal to humans in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hippos are hippos are real as shit. Anyway, on that note, uh, <laughs> I am uh, I'm pumped for this coming week. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so, so, so excited. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at fyf one pod or you can email us uh, at FYF1ONE at gmail.com. Uh, as always, we are a part of the Movie John Network, full of great, wonderful shows. Uh, so many of which I enjoy on a regular basis. And uh, you have, what's two weeks left to join the Patreon, get a, an awesome little pin in the mail and uh, support a ton of incredible writers and podcasters as they continue to bring you wonderful content. Yeah, you'll get the pin for free uh, if you sign up by July 7th as part of our like initial launch phase. And then, uh, you know, that you can support us for as low as five bucks a month uh you'll get the next issue if you sign up now uh, and you stay at the five dollar level you'll get the next physical zine which i don't know if i'm allowed to reveal the theme yet but it is relevant to our show so if you like this show and you like movies that are about racing 
I think you'll want the next issue movie, John. And I mean, and it's filled with incredible writers. It's, Rosalie uh, doesn't listen to this, so like she'll never uh, know that I said that. <laughs> well, you didn't actually say anything. You just strongly suggested that race fans get the next episode. Or get That's, the true. Next That's true. That's uh, true. Yeah, man. I, I, it's a, it's a great magazine. Great writers. Great website. Uh, and great podcasts. So check them out. And until next week, when we will be recapping Austria and previewing Austria. I can't wait. Which I am totally cool with. Uh, I'm Ian. You can find me at Ian or whatever on Instagram. Uh, I'm Ryan. You can find me at Silver Whatever on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd. You know, if there's a social media thing I have it, that's my name on there. Badass, man. This has been fun. I can't wait. I'm so pumped. We will see you back here next week. Yes. F yeah, F1. F yeah.